Roger. Yeah, I think you're pulling the wrong one. I'm just... Okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. There was still a little bit uh, left in the... Okay, don't hold it quite so tight. Okay. Welcome to the podcast. This is how it's going to start. of a snare right there. Hi, welcome to Jimmy Jake's Sharp Snare Snaps. Uh, this is a place where you can get the best snack wraps in all of Texarkana. Full soap, suds, snack wrap, snack shack. Uh, we've got sea anemones who are full of cinnamon that's in me. There's cinnamon in me. It's a sea anemone cinnamon. There's... Here's the deal. I've got a problem with seeing enemies putting cinnamon in me, okay? So that's the word of the day. Welcome to Live to Tape, the podcast with me, Jimmy Jackson, Jason Peppercorn, Jason Pepper House, actually, also known as the uh, the branch break, the breaker of branches, the breaker of branches, the taker of chances, the owner of lances, the uh, passer of pantses, the quicker the dances, the, uh, the faster you're... You'll you'll can't you'll cancel it. You'll just cancel it. Cancel. What I'm trying to say is we need to cancel cancer. Okay, let's cancel cancer. Let's dump Trump. Let's do all these things. Here on the executive buffet, also known as Hands on the Branch, the uh, right now you're inside the podcast known as Live to Tape, where um, I, me, Johnny Pemberton, who's the actual name of the person talking, not all those other bullshit names. That's my name. And I have a big red truck that I drive around wherever the fuck I want because it's a big red truck. It's got like heavy, heavy metal sides. It's a big old red truck. It's Daddy's big red truck. I'm Daddy. Welcome to Daddy's big red truck. You're riding in it right now. It's sweet. It's hot. It's cool. It's fun. It's funky. It's chill. It's great. That's the beginning of the podcast right there. Uh, what else have I got for you? And this is a continuation of the Chris Crofton podcast, which is clearly, as you heard the first half, one of the better podcasts I've ever recorded. In terms of my personal entertainment i find it to be invigorating so as that i want to let you know again uh please rate review and subscribe to the podcast obviously uh, i'm going to be on tour in july still the dates are pretty much the same i'll be in uh, chicago at the hideout on the 15th milwaukee on the 16th i'm not sure where yet uh, minneapolis at the parkway theater on the 19th iowa at vaudeville muse on the 20th Union Hall in New York City on the 22nd, and Good Good in Philadelphia on the 23rd. Those are all, uh, ticket links will be coming up shortly, but I mean, this is a good ways out. You can, there's still plenty of time to drop a dime and take a ride in Daddy's big red truck. I'm hoping to have some uh, Jack FM merchandise available <laughs> and some uh, Daddy's big red truck merchandise available. Obviously, live to tape merchandise available for sure. And uh, who knows? I just want to get some shit together here to 
to, to have available for everyone. Without further ado, here is the part two of the outstanding episode of Chris Crofton on this, the Live to Tape with Johnny Pemberton podcast, as you're listening to right now, currently here, over the bed of a looped beat from a guy named Carl Dawkins. Winston Riley production, the song's called Satisfaction. It's fucking hot! We just gotta cut out the middlemen, don't you think? Aren't you just tired of having all these goddamn middlemen? We gotta cut out the middlemen. Fiber. compared to give me a line that's what you do though but on podcasts you're supposed to make people all riot you know all have fun or whatever we're doing this podcast for the kind of people who are in a damn cubicle and can't get up because they got a diaper on the people who listen to this podcast the same people who listen to it for the last five years <laughs> if they're here nothing's gonna get, get them to stop listening now <laughs> all right they're... fair enough Both with Rank of Pasadena, how can I help you? I was looking for the uh, Chris Crofton album, I wonder if you had it on vinyl. Say that again? Uh, the Chris Crofton album on vinyl. You guys have vinyl records there, right? No, this is Whole Foods Market. Yeah, I just, I've seen some records for sale there on occasion. Really? Yeah, like, a, like by the Escalator? Like when they have the yoga Oh, clothes. no, you're, that's uh, the one on Arroyo. This is the one in uh, Hastings Ranch. Oh, where the hell is that? Um, it's over in, it's like in, uh, East Pasadena. East Pass, okay, I'm looking for West. Yeah. Yep. Okay, you guys don't carry vinyl there, huh? No, no, we used to carry, like, CDs, but that was it. Mm, what kind of CDs? Yeah. Um, I don't know, we stopped carrying them, like, a year and a half ago. Cat Power. Like, music CDs, or? Yeah, yeah. Like, Cat Power? Um, no, it was like, uh, we had a little bit from each genre. What's that guy who's the, on public radio a lot? He's like got the low voice, seems like Bruce or something. Or no, wait, Raylan Montaigne. Um, I don't know. I've never Sublime. Okay, I was okay. Well, I guess I'll call them and then I ask about that. Thank you though. Okay, cool. Got it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was pretty good. Ray, remember, remember Raylan Montaigne? Of course I do. I remember the first time I heard Raylan Montaigne. I moved here from Nashville. I know all about that guy. Oh, is he from Nashville? I know the behind the scenes. I, well, my friend recorded his record. Talk to me about Raylan Montaigne for a minute. I don't know much. All I know <sighs> is I bought a CD from my dad thinking, my dad would like this. I can't. I mean, I, I, I think Too he's late. good. I think he's good. He's one of those guys that has like a, he, you know, he has a... He has one of those voices where, like, like the white guys who have voices like that think they, you know, sound. They, they, I can't even. You know, he's he sounds like a black guy. So it's, like they, they, you know. So that's everybody's like he's so soulful, but it's just like he just has like a good saying, voice. Yeah, it's just it's a raggedy voice. So that doesn't necessarily mean he actually has soul. It's just such a stereotypical. Yeah, break, you know, it's like, well, he sounds like he's sad. Yeah, but it's he's not. He's like he's having the time of his life. He's like doing blow and and just probably got about five thousand girlfriends. Who does or he remind you of? Like from the past, his voice sounds like. Is it supposed to be like Janis Joplin or something? What is it? True. 
yeah, it's like, supposed to sound it's like, like something else, typical, right? It's a white voice that he has a great. I mean, he has a great voice that implies depth. I just don't believe it. There you go. That's let's what I want, that That's way. what I wanted you to say. Yeah, let's put it that but way. But what is that voice? I feel like it sounds like something from the. It, the it sounds exactly actually like um, someone from the. I know the exactly. Six, who is it? He sounds exactly like the guy who sings Natural Comb. Look up Natural Na- Comb. Natural Comb. Yeah, look up Natural Comb. That's I, the name of a song? Yeah, it's like Natural Comb, or I'm looking for my natural comb, and where where is my natural comb? Well, I think it's Where is My Natural Comb. Natural Comb, like song, okay. Hold on. Is it? Oh, this guy. He sounds exactly he like This him. guy is so good. Yeah. And this guy is black. Yeah. And, and... But this stuff is also not old. Ted Hawkins. Yes, he sounds exactly like exactly like Ted Hawkins. This is Ted, a great song. Ted Hawkins. Stop Ooh. this music. <laughs> Who got my natural comb? Who got my Yes. Who got my natural comb? The whole song's just about who's got his natural comb. But have you heard Sorry or Sick by him? And you know what a natural comb is? Well, it's I think a fro it's... pick. Oh, fro So he's like, everybody hold up their natural combs at the party. And he's like, that's not my natural comb. It's have you heard song. this song, Sorry or Sick? This reminds me of a Chris Crofton song. you know that I'm sorry you sick. Though tears of sorrow won't do you no good. I'd be your doctor if only I could. What do you want from the liquor store? Something sour or something sweet. Oh, I want something sour. I need a fucking lemon. Who is this? This is Ted Hawkins. Yeah, this is great. I've never heard this. This is like his hit. His version of play his version of There Stands the Glass just a second of it because that's the one where he really sounds like Ray LaMontagne. And Ray LaMontagne, he's just one of those guys that I feel like wears like too many accessories that are supposed to be totems of soul. I know what you're saying. Totems of soul. I get what you're saying. Turquoise, fucking old hats, beat up guitars. I agree with you. I was looking for the language. But he does have a good voice. I mean, I I don't technically mind his songs or anything. I just, I'm I'm a person who's gone too deep with music, so I have all these reasons for not liking people. Whereas if I just heard them, like in, say, in 1986 in Connecticut, I'd be like, Ray LaMontagne rules. Yeah. But I lived in Nashville, so I'm like, oh, I heard he was a jerk and eats too much off the cheese tray or whatever. very easy to like his stuff. I find stuff that's easy to like right away is, tends to be not very easy to like later on. No. Because it's like it uses up its, its it burns everything fast. What's the song by Ted Hawkins? Oh, just, There Stands the Glass, which is of course a, I think, Webb Pierce song? Um, I is it one what? of those old guys. Oh, this is from the 80s. What a weird time to be making this type of music, this is you know what I mean? beautiful cover of an there old, stands old country the glass? song. I don't know. Is it from... Uh... There stands the glass. Here it is. Here it is. Here, okay. There stands the glass. song's beautiful. Wow. That will this version. My pain. That will settle my brain. Here's my first one today. Wow, this is this is cool. Oh, it's a beautiful song. It's like a weird song. It's one of the best too. drinking songs ever. Sad as hell. Ooh, that guitar too. Yeah, that almost makes me cry. As a recovering alcoholic, though, that song is just sad as fuck. Anyway, it's one of those things for me, it's like, 
it's the old story. Ted Hawkins doesn't have any money, and Damn. Ray Montaigne has, who's white, has tons of money. It's yeah. just the usual. Like they sound exactly the same, but but people sounds similar. Yeah, I don't know. I just always feel like, you know, and I'm not saying that I haven't. I don't know. I don't. Who cares? I, don't, I mean, I don't want to talk about that. I mean, in terms of race stuff, but I do feel like that does enter my mind sometimes where I'm like, this guy sounds just like a black guy who made no money doing this same exact thing. Well, it's the same as thing. Johnny Lang, you could say, too. Yeah, so same, and I can't stand that shit. But Johnny Lang is kind of a, a whip-smart little guitar motherfucker, too. Johnny Lang, yeah, I saw a documentary about Johnny Lang. Flea was in it, and he was like, I could never have learned how to play bass the way I do if it wasn't for Johnny Lang and Remember Basquiat and Amazon. Remember this? Who the fuck is this? This, this is, is Johnny some Lang. slinky 1980s. Dude, this is this is, 90s? This is 90s, dude. This is 90s uh, blues yeah, this right sounds here. Like fucking shit. Listen. Come on, listen to it. Listen God. to it hard. Sounds like a fucking sounds like a fucking MCI commercial. Sounds like an aquamarine colored pair of Ready? briefs. Here we go. Ready? This is it. I'll do it for you. This is it. Ready? Hold on a second. With Sprint's new saving plan, you can be back on your feet and faster than ever. It's as easy as one, two, three. Sprint. We're out there. This sounds more to me. It sounds like Mitsubishi Outback. Presenting when Kaiser. you're tired of the regular roads. Mitsubishi, the road untraveled. Brought to you by Kaiser Permanente. Kaiser Permanente, live long, strive. <laughs> Kaiser Permanente. I want to do more. Pfizer. I want to do more. Pfizer. Oh, God, it's so good. It does sound so much like like a drug commercial, too, kind of like. Um, Fuck. Approved for mild to severe cases of psoriasis, Zellijan's XR Has will get you back on... <laughs> gone out of your dong? Get back on step with, uh... Are you over 50 and having trouble with your erections? Cialis PM helps with sleep and erections. There's no reason you can't bang again. <laughs> and it's like a couple in a fucking hot tub looking at the sunset. Oh my god. Third wife. It's called third wife. Do you miss having sex while you're listening to the blues? <laughs> Dude, this song was a fucking hit, though. Did this you go to Jazz big. Fest and have tr- trouble getting it up? There's nothing more embarrassing than seeing a virile young guitarist like Johnny Lang tearing it up and then going back to your bedroom and your own guitar won't even fucking plug in. Don't want to tune your guitar, but want to play? Zeljan's XRPM. Yes. The neck of your guitar is a little wobbly. No, that's terrible. God. I like my blues voice, though. I wonder what Johnny Lang's up to now. Right it's, this very minute? It's just, I mean, like. Signing these, autographs in a guitar center? Do you think he is, though? Because, I mean, you and I know about him, but I feel like the novelty of being a child guitar prodigy has got to wear off pretty fast. Like, once you hit like 25, people don't give a shit how, but you're, if you how old you are. you tap into the fucking middle aged schlong music crowd, yeah. like, those guys. Like, the festival worship circuit, these mean? people. Yes. Like, there are, like,. Like fucking ooh, like white CEO dudes yeah. who just like live for because they have no idea how music works or anything because they have no soul at all. So they're just like simulated soul to them sounds like yeah. like they need to like have someone. All right, do you know like how Ted Bundy like Ted Bundy psychopaths psychopaths have to learn to mimic right regular behavior because right. they actually have no. Empathy whatsoever, so they can't have friendships. They can't. They don't value. They have no emotion, so they right. don't. They just have to mimic. So, like a guy, 
who's a CEO type sociopath guy. Like, here's Johnny Lang, and he's like, oh, those are the sounds that mean soul. Yeah. And like, I want to see that. Like, I like that bound, like things that sound like snakes. Like barbecue. Like, yeah, like that sounds like a boinging. I like that boinging things sound. Things that sound like snakes. <laughs> yeah. I like that boinging sound. It sounds like a fucking. That's probably some sort of $12,000 organ. Listen to that exotic sound. I bet Johnny Lang spent some time in the Middle East to come up with a sound like that. What, is the, what does it go to? Oh. Yeah, oh, there you go. There you go. goes down to that what is that uh, it's a b a sharp b is it a sharp thing or b sharp b flat no that's what i'm playing on yeah and it goes low hey how do you what are you listening to in there oh just a podcast where two assholes try to learn to play <laughs> a 12 a 20 year old johnny lang song <laughs> yes the blue I don't think so. If you do, you can make a phone call. Uh, you know, that's because uh, we were talking about, uh, Johnny and I were talking about earlier that uh, before the podcast started rolling. No, I think it's on the podcast, actually. I was talking yeah. about the, the the dial tone. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, like there's like a, there's a big market for like things that sound like, uh, you it's, know. It's like, the thing, but the lighter version of the thing. Yeah, you don't like want to like be confronted with real blues. You want to be confronted with like if you're going to go on a cruise and go on like a blues cruise or whatever. Right. What if it was a real blues cruise? There'd be like no food. <laughs> like there. <laughs> I think that there's. I mean, I get what you're saying there, I, but I think more and more if, now. If you have a tremendous amount of shrimp, you do not have the blues. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god. If you have a tremendous amount of shrimp. If you have a constantly replenished shrimp buffet anywhere near I mean, you, you, you do not probably, have the blues. You probably would because you have such high cholesterol. You'd have to be, be fucking be dead. Sorry, I interrupted you because I, I thought that was I was such a red hot thought. I had to. You ever heard Walter Trout? No, who's that? This is another guy I got into as a young man who was a one of these. I would call him a. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of a name for these guys. These guys who are like. Blues, uh, blues mercenaries. I call him a blues merc. They do. He's definitely a blues. He's one of those guys who like plays at uh, Rochester, Minnesota Blues Barbecue Fest. Right. Is there a way to do blues without being near barbecue somehow? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> you have to be associated with Famous Dave's. Yeah, because they're some, like, it's just how it works. They think like blackened, blackened, blackened catfish. stuff. Yeah, is like the same as like, like blackened Let's riffs. Oh my god, this is the kind of thing where part of this to me is a true nightmare. Is if I were to hear this over and over again in a recovery room and I couldn't add it was intubated, you know, with like a you know those things that breathe for you? Yeah. It's called an intubation tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had an intubation tube in and they were blasting blues so loud that no one could hear me or notice me, this would be like a like a for a thousand years. A minute of this would feel like a thousand years. If I'm like, hur, 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 Yes. Hur. No, that would be horrible. Yeah, baby. 
Chris, are you a fan of Santana? If you are, you might like. <laughs> Come on down to the Pfizer picnic. The yeah, Pfizer, exa- Bank, yeah. Pfizer Bank of America and Famous Dave's Barbecue presents Walter Trout. Live with Kiki Watson and Buddy Guy. Is this a is this a white man? Does it matter? No. Technically it is. No, it doesn't. But you know what? <laughs> Here's I think there's a, this is what I'm trying to say. CEOs I guess. prefer white blues men. I'm trying to say I don't think they do actually. I think they Well, no, you're right. I'm, I think they I would know. much prefer a Robert Cray cuz Robert Cray gives the authenticity. Oh, it's true. Robert Cray is so boring. Oh, it's yeah. it's this is like Listen to this. Holy shit. This is blues, baby. I can hear the couple fighting right next door. Actually, I don't know what the fuck this is. This is That was um <laughs> We got into a bad spot here. That was uh that was uh the blues with uh 19 19- I'm that, play, that was when the economy was good blues. I'm going to play a really good song to clear the air real quick. You heard this before? Noisy Place? There's a man that lives next door In my neighborhood In my neighborhood hey! Without a doubt, I'm going to Jesus Christ. There's a lot of cats living in the neighborhood Okay. Chris, how do you drink so much goddamn cold brew, man? I don't really. It's, it's just, I actually, to tell you the truth. Well, well and you do drink a lot of cold brew. You have to admit. I you do, do drink. But you know what I did? Like a, before I did this podcast, I had to, like, I had some cold brew this morning before right. I went to the skin doctor. And then I had to, like, I went to the gym and, like, exercised before this podcast so, like, I wouldn't be too, like, up. Oh, to like Jack from the CB? Mm-hmm, from a cold, cold brew, then, so I could have some more for this. What do you do at the gym? What's your thing? Uh, um, Just talk about it. It's okay. I, it's okay. Tell Daddy. The, uh, <laughs> I hit the elliptical for 20 minutes about. That's about it. That's it? Yeah. Like I, um, That's a good amount, though. I really go after it, though. I mean, when you're on it? You're like fucking trucking? Yeah, I get pretty aggressive on it, and then I just get the fuck out of there. What I don't about Matt's chicken. Matt's got a bunch of chicken. Out there. I don't want to hang. I don't like to hang in the gym. I feel like a little. I love the odd. gym. Everything I say at the gym seems to go wrong. Oh, I went to the rock climbing gym the other day because um, they have an actual gym there as well. It's kind of small. It's kind of uh, modest, right? Which I kind of like. Yeah. I went there the other day at a bad time. I went there like when it was like. Um, like after work, like rush hour, yeah, Six, yeah. Jesus Christ! I thought like I'll work out and I'll take a shower there. I was like, no, this isn't happening. Yeah, because also it smelled so fucking bad. Oh, you were in a gym. You're like, how is how does another person smell this bad? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, I I like to get in the gym. I love what the gym does for me. It makes me yeah. feel much better uh, mentally um, uh, after I. Even go on the elliptical for 20 oh, minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'll, so sometimes much. I'll do more. I'll go do the elliptical, and then I'll do push-ups, and then I'll do... Um, Pull-ups? Some, well, I broke my hip. I broke my hip, so that's I did... Right. Like, I'm, I'm pretty much almost normal again. Wow, that's so great, man. I'm so happy. So, like, uh, I broke my hip roller skating uh, in September. Anyway, don't don't roller skate you if you're really over a... 47. Yeah, I I'm, I'm guess I'm not surprised, really, because you think about those places and the ground is truly hard as a fucking rock. Well, you know, it, it, I just—the only way I could tell that, the, that this is—how the how nonchalant they were about mm-hmm. the whole thing. I mean, they were like, yeah, this happens. 
a lot. Constantly. Yeah, they should they should pad those things. <laughs> do you ever worry about what will happen if you can't exercise? I do. Uh, like mentally. Fuck yeah, I I I don't, but I can't I can't. That would be really bad. Don't you think? Because I think about that because I find it to be so therapeutic. It's almost like, oh God, what if I broke my fucking? How was that when you had your when you couldn't move around when your hip was broken? That must have been really hard, right? Because I don't know. I think it was uh, maybe I was in such a weird mindset that because of the injury that I was yeah. just sort of focused on getting better and I did do like physical therapy type exercises but yeah I felt um I think I think I think in that case I had something else major on my mind so I wasn't quite my usual self but it you know in a regular and I also was kind of like at rest I couldn't really do anything yeah. so I was less stressed hmm. like I feel like the gym is essential when you're in your day-to-day and having yeah. to do a lot of stuff, you really need that to just take some of the tension out. I always say, I always think about it like, um, it's, you have your, your brain computer has so much RAM and if you don't use it, it's kind of like a thing where it starts to get used for, ba- I don't know how to describe it. I feel like it's a, I have to do it. Otherwise your brain will turn against you kind of, but it's like yes. using up the extra energy to. My brain is an overthinking brain. Yeah. It overthinks things. So it's like So that song you it have. just goes on attacks, you know? Yeah. And it goes on attacks and then and and it just can wear you out. I mean it's like I'm not an attack, but like just like a dense series of thoughts like over and over again can sort of wear you out. And then when you when you exercise at a certain point you kind of lose you're not as connected to your brain and you're more connected to your body and that oh, yeah. just is a really good feeling. Um if I had, if I did it right, I should do it every day. Like I would probably feel if I did it every single day in the in the morning. I'm sure my life, and I'm working toward that. Right. It's just it's taking a while. Oh, you have that. Can I play this or no? Yeah, go ahead. The song is so good. Are you gonna release this ever? Yeah, I'm probably gonna put a version of this on the next record, but not this version. I didn't know you had this. You sent it to me. My brain is trying to kill. Just won't leave me alone My brain is trying to kill me Just won't leave me alone Shows me pictures of you and me I wrote this song a long time ago, but I've never put it on anything because I never. It didn't jive with the I don't the other know songs. what it was, yeah. But I, I'm going to put it, I think, on the next record. When's the. Have you already written it yet, the next record? I've written a bunch of it, yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm ready to record. Damn. I'm recording in August. Really? Yeah. Where? It, here in Los Angeles. Nice. With my friend from Louisville who okay. recorded my last one, but he lives out here now. Fuck yeah. So he rented a studio in, in, in Silver Lake. From the guitar player from Blind Melon. I thought he was... Oh, the guitar player. I'm the guitar about... player from Blind Melon is like... Loaded? <laughs> yeah, loaded from, from, I mean... From No Rain? Yeah. Well, because he, is he like, was he the uh, next in line to inherit the rights? 
I don't know. Was his name Bradley? I think there's pro- something. No, that was that Brad was, Noel was uh, uh, Sublime. Sublime. Yeah. Uh, this was uh, Shannon Hoon. Right. Um, and Shannon Hoon's estate. I mean, I'm sure it was. It's just one of those things where there was plenty of money to go around. Yeah. That was a time when the music industry was doing great. Did he kill himself or did he die of OD? He died of a, co- co- a cocaine overdose. Which is essentially killing yourself. That's tough, like. man. That's that's a lot of cocaine. Dude, Christ, that's a lot of cocaine. He, did it like... on a tour bu- he died on a tour bus outside Tipitina's in North uh, New Orleans. They were going to play They were going to play a gig, and he they went to wake him up, and he was... He Damn. Was, yeah. You know what that name comes from, Tipitina? Tipitina, uh, Professor Longhair? Yeah. Yeah. I used to be obsessed with that guy. He's he's great. I had his... So they had already, but that band had been through hell with him already really? as far as rehab. He'd well, been he's in rehab. A well, Shannon Hoon had been in rehab over and over. I don't know if he was a nightmare as far right. as a person, but they just had, he could not stay sober. That's rough. He'd been through terrible rehabs. He just had a kid, and they were hoping that he was hoping, you know, he'd come out of rehab and he was like, I'm, my kid will keep me sober. But then they kept, it was also at that time where they were successful enough that the record company needed them to yeah. tour. And touring. Was what was killing him. Anytime someone thinks a kid's going to change something, it only makes it worse. <laughs> it's like, oh, relationship's bad. Well, if you have a child together, it'll make it better. Yeah. No, it's not. I'm glad I didn't have any <laughs> children back. At, back. Yeah, I mean. It's going to destroy your yeah. shit. You want a cigarette? That's all I can picture, like, me with a kid. Well, you want a cigarette? Back then. back If I had a kid when I was younger, yeah. Oh, right. Like, you know, like, just me, like. Yeah, because you used to be fucking crazy, Chris. I was a... Uh, uh, I goes. I didn't feel crazy when I was doing it, though. I felt logical. I was just like, "This is how you do it." Yeah, alcohol and cigarettes, and and then that causes poetry. <laughs> causes like you say, cause. When did you quit everything? Seven years ago. How old were you? 40, if you don't mind saying, forty-two. You, say. you were forty-two when you quit. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty great. That's I made hard it to quit a long that late, way. Isn't I know. It? Made it. I made it terribly long. I'm. I started drinking really heavily when I was 18. I started, my first drink was 13, 14. That's a long time to be drinking I know. I was obsessed with it. It was just like, I thought it was uh, good for depression. Well, you thought it was like a lifestyle thing. A lot of people live that way. A lot of people are just like part of their their personal culture is drinking. Growing up at that time, too, um, in Connecticut, the the atmosphere is so... Like there's no there's no art really. It's just yeah. like all that's that's how those guys. But you could substitute Connecticut for just yeah, about true. any state. It's true. Any I boring like, place, any boring yeah. fucking place where there's nothing Sacramento. to do. Sacramento. Yeah. Boise. Any, yeah. Anywhere. Topeka. It's true. Like I, but I when Shreveport. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I've just, been everywhere. The, the rest man. of this podcast is me saying yeah, places yeah, that are just going, shitty uh-huh, enough to mm-hmm, drink in. Yeah, uh-huh. Places that, uh, Kansas City. Whoa, which yeah. one? Oh, this one. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it, Rockland. It was Rockford. Uh, it was. There was not a lot like being put on the table for kids. I'll, you know, there's not hot dogs and mustard. Yeah, like hot dogs, mustard, and be quiet. Go in the basement. And... Yeah. So you, yeah, I do that. I, yeah, it's a. It makes sense. There's a lot of beautiful scenery in America to drink next to too. Mm-hmm. I love drinking next to a tree. Nothing like that. It's Look really, at a beautiful tree and get drunk. It is crazy just the the degree with which alcohol is a a part of like world culture. I just like the entire world. Have you ever watched Trailer Park Boys? Uh, yes. Okay, I got outstanding. I got seriously into Trailer Park Boys. It's one of the greatest now. shows ever made. I know that's what I feel mm-hmm. like. The first seven seasons should be in like. Should be, well, they're just amazing. Anyway, they're amazing. It's Canadians, man. That whole thing about the liquor, 
Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the scene where the Mr. Leahy is talking to Randy and Randy's like, is that you talking or the liquor? And he uh-huh. goes, Randy, I am the liquor. <laughs> and then also when he talks about liquor as like a like Mr. Leahy's speech about how like you can't fight the liquor, like as like a primal force. He's like right. the liquor. You can't go against the liquor. The liquor. I just it's so it's overblown, obviously, but it's well, nearly those, true. Those Canadians, man, the Canadians fucking drink like crazy. Yeah. Canadians drink like a motherfucker. Have you ever been in Canada, like North Canada in the winter? No. I was there. I was in, uh, I think I think Duncan and I were in, um, uh, some, I think some place that is deep north. It was like, uh, I want to say Ottawa. Uh-huh. Maybe Ottawa, maybe something like that. And it's the winter, and it was legitimately... I mean, I grew up in Minnesota, so I know cold, but it's a little different up there. I think it's a little colder, longer, and more regular. It's more regularly cold, like like it was maybe yeah. 25, 30 below, and um, that's just normal. That's, so yeah. people are just inside all the fucking time, and you just there's a bar everywhere. There's just you you drink. It's not it's not even like a, a it's a strange thing. If you're not, why aren't you drinking? Yeah. It's just you would no one ever blink an eye if you ordered any any well, kind of drink for breakfast. It's just normal. Well, it's amazing what what happens when you stop. It 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 um the thing about drinking is you don't realize is it causes anxiety. It causes like a even if you're not like clinically depressed like I am because of my, well, whatever, because I am, but but my dad my dad's side is like a just a funny funny right. funny group funny farm funny group <laughs> funny farm uh so yeah they they um you know like even if you're not it's it, it is a just it's a depressant so it gives you a little bit of push down yeah it gives and you it, two hours of up and then it gives it, you it gives you a little bit of it, so amazing thing for me was just the liberation from you know even having a little bit of anxiety lifted makes your life a lot better so for me it was like um, you know, it's just kind of like there's so many people who spend their whole lives drinking as a lifestyle mm-hmm. and, and doing okay with it, you yeah. know, and they, you know, but I always feel like now that I know what I know, they're still struggling a little bit and they don't know it. Like right. they're always having to get out from under something. And that's why they're fucking drinking monster energy drinks and shit to like, yeah, it's all about, I mean, it's all about, I don't know what. <laughs> I ran out of stuff to say about that. You want to play one of your new songs? Do you want you me want? to play one for real? I would love it if you if you feel comfortable doing it. I'll if play. I'll play. Yeah. I'll like uh, interject it's and sad pick up the fuck. phone once in a while. You want to hear a sad as fuck one? I think you're probably overblowing the sad. No, this one's a real sad one. Is it sadder than the stuff on your first album, or not your first album, but the most recent one? It's pretty sad. Okay. It's also kind of funny. So I'll see how it goes. Sunshine. Let me get some. I'll get some mood lighting. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll introduce it the way I've been introducing it at shows. This I moved to Los Angeles and. Um, Hello, Cabot Records. <laughs> it's so fucking loud. My God. <laughs> As you go, if you, uh, you know, some people move to California and or they grow up here and they write Surfing USA and this is what I moved to California and figured out that. No matter how sunny it is, you can still get depressed. So this song's about that. Sun shines bright, then it fades 
just marks off the days, just marks off the days. And sunshine shines and it's shown, but I'm still here alone. Yeah, I'm left here on my own. And vitamin D, oh, vitamin D does nothing. Vitamin D, oh, vitamin D does nothing for me. Sunshine can't penetrate my brain. It's just a picture in a frame. It's just a picture in a frame. And sunshine won't take away the pain. Decorates the rain, just decorates the rain. And vitamin D, oh, vitamin D does nothing for me. Yeah, vitamin D, oh, vitamin D does nothing. the ground I curse whatever it is to put me here to kick me around I curse my dreams I curse desire I curse whatever it is to put me here to walk on a wire and vitamin D oh vitamin D does nothing for me For me, sunshine won't take away the pain, just decorates the rain, just decorates the rain. <laughs> God damn. Thanks. Jesus Christ, when did you when did you realize you could sing? I just, I didn't, I don't, still not sure. Yeah, you can. Well, I just forced myself. I but wanted you have to... like such a, your voice has such a, uh, what's it called, timbre? Yeah. Some would say timbre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like a thing where it's so, uh, oh, it's just really great. Thanks. I think sometimes when you want to do something you're not really designed to do, it comes out like even better because you have to try harder. And yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, it's like. I don't think I was like that's a funny way to born to sing. I just think that I got so in love with music that I had to try, and then it turned yeah. out like, oh, this just this. It's like I would have. I mean, well, the obvious example is Bob Dylan. You know, just somebody who's like yeah. maybe not supposed. But I to... I think Bob Dylan is not. I don't like Bob Dylan. Oh, but your voice is not like Bob Dylan's. Bob Dylan has like a. He has sort of a whiny Well, his voice is insane. It's crazy. Yeah. But I love it because it's it's like one of those things where it's like, I'm not fucking obeying. Like, technically, I'm not allowed to sing, so I'm going to sing. And I like that when you can kind of get that. Yeah. But I got lucky. I can can sing. I'm surprised. I was surprised when I found out. I said I could when I was in college. Me and my friends would get drunk and we're like, we're going to start a band. And I was like, I can sing. But in the back of my mind, I was like, can I? Uh, 
Voices are so weird, aren't they? It's such a weird thing where voice matters. Because if you just heard that, you playing the guitar, it's just, there's nothing there. It's just a couple chords, right? <laughs> yes, definitely. But when you sing over... You don't have to highlight that. Well, I'm, but, I'm just but, kidding. Yeah, I'm of course. I'm saying that it's like a compliment no, no, where course. it's like... It's what you do with it, because all that stuff you're doing on that, it's like the tempo even, too. I couldn't do that, because you're, like, delaying things. There's like almost like a swing to it, where... Yeah. And it, it's just so interesting, like, what... How much a voice matters. Yeah. There's a little... I mean, but yeah, there's th- those chords are nothing. No, you're right. Well, because all chords for any song pretty much are nothing, right? I mean, well, it's like... Well, one yeah, when you when when I, one good thing was when I was first learning how to play guitar, I I um my friend was learning all these songs. I never I've always felt like I was too late. I I didn't start playing guitar till I was 22, so I didn't learn any anybody else's songs, which right. I think is like kind of helpful in a way, but then it, it's annoying because if you want to people want to jam with you, you're like well, I oh, only know that? my yeah, song. I don't know uh, that. Yeah. So like they're like you don't know fucking this, you know like I don't know you what. Know what? Johnny Lady B. Lady. You don't know Johnny B good. Um but uh my friend was learning all the all the songs and I was and, and he was discovering and telling me every day. He's like, oh, my God, because he was new to it, too. But he's a way better guitar player. Uh-huh. But he was like, it's all fucking G, C, D. I mean, he was just like, oh, yeah, this song's G, C, D, too. And this song's G, C, D, too. Yeah. So it's like it really is a you just have to, like, somehow just start singing mm-hmm. and, like, find a melody that is in. I mean, that's the fun thing is it's available to everybody. You know, you. Fucking, I always think about like uh, yeah. yesterday by Paul McCartney when he right. says that he originally the lyrics were scrambled eggs. That says so much for me. You know, he was just like Scram- scrambled eggs. All my troubles were so scrambled eggs. You know, I mean, it's just yeah. as simple as hearing some chords you like and then singing some nonsense over it. And if you can get over the embarrassment, then eventually you might sing something that's good. In the beginning, you sing stuff that sucks. That's interesting, yeah, because I had uh, that guy uh, from that band, Jerry Paper, on mm-hmm. the podcast. Yeah. He's talking about how he writes songs, and it's a similar thing where it kind of demystifies it to some extent. It's also this thing where, yeah, sometimes it's just you like the way this these chords sound, and you like the you like the idea of a couple of these different words, and eventually you find a way to put them together, and it's just like a, sometimes they just find each other, and after some time or you just fucking hammer them together and eventually hammer it through and even though when you first put them together they were shitty and you didn't like them but you push through with yeah. it and you're kind of like okay I like this now it just took me you have to get past there's some sort of weird hump there's like this weird like ethereal hump in art that I've read about like that guy who wrote that book The War of Art talks about it about how if you can get past the point of where you hate the thing you're making and you can keep making it, that's the hardest part is to get yes. past that. Because you're going to, like, oh, what I'm making is trash. I hate myself. I was sitting on the in my little hut in Monrovia, yeah. and I was just singing. I started singing absentmindedly vitamin D because right. I was depressed. I was like, vitamin D does nothing for me. And I was like, well, that's dumb. And then I was like, well, it's not that dumb. But I mean, I was like, can that be a chorus? You know what I mean? I had to like talk myself into it. And I was yeah. like, started writing. And then I was like, oh, God, if I'm going to talk about sunshine, it better be good. Right. Because if you start talking about sunshine and you talk about it wrong, yeah. you're fucked. Well, that's, a, that's have you ever heard sunshine. that? Um, have you heard that UCB, the Upright Citizens Brigade sketch from their their TV show where they're making fun of um of John Denver? 
No, probably. It's fucking hilarious. Because I was probably drunk. Well, they have a sketch. I missed a lot of pop culture stuff in the 90s. They have a um, sketch Early where they're 2000s. saying that, that all of John Denver's songs were about nut sacks. <laughs> and, and it's probably impossible to find online, but it's basically them singing. They said, that, no, man, John Denver fought for his entire career to sing the songs that he wanted to. And it has Amy Poehler singing. Sunshine on my nutsack. And someone's like, wait, 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 what? what? It's like, that's all. That's how the song was originally written, man. Yeah. Was every song that was the. You could fuck up any song with the wrong lyric. Like, you could take a classic song and replace the lyrics with, like, you put in one nutsack and that song's done. Yeah. Like, forever. Nutsack. Yeah. Baby, I was born to. I mean, like, baby, born to run, born to shit. It's done. It's the end of, you know, that's the end of the song. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like lyrics are very important. They're very important. And they're like, you can do a, like, I definitely was aware that when I start talking about sunshine, I better do it right. Because you can't just be like, sunshine makes me feel like yeah. a bird or whatever. And you'll, you everybody to. will barf. Totally. It'll make you barf like yeah, crazy. Yeah, totally. I've got butterflies in my mind. And you, then you everybody, everybody throws stuff at you. I didn't hear a lot of lyrics for a long time. Only kind of recently have I oh, know, I'm like, heard I'll, stuff. I hear them more than I hear the music. Yeah, see, I'm tr- I am I uh, was forever the opposite, and now I'm kind of now I'm coming around. My brother's like that. My brother does not notice the lyrics, and it's not like I notice both. But I mean, like, yeah, I can't listen to music when I go to sleep because I the words I can't stop listening to the yeah. story or trying to figure out what it is. That's why Booker T and the MGs are so great. Because they got no words. Yeah, there's no yeah. words, so it's like... And they but, got good titles, like Green oh, Onions. Yeah, or, Green Onions or yeah. fucking uh, Chicken Pox. Yeah, that's good shit. Also, their music is very lyrical, because Steve Cropper has a very great guitar tone, and you've got fucking Al Jackson on the drums. It'd be fun to take, like, these songs and put lyrics to them. Oh, my God, like some bad ones? Yeah, that's for fun, for, like, a podcast-type thing. Like, yeah, like... Some of this shit in the melting pot is heavy duty, man. Is there anything we should close up with, Chris? You want to think, you want to leave? You want to tell people some stuff? Oh, I, uh, I guess I might have my own podcast coming up. What's um, it going to be called? You know, it's going to be called Best of Bread. Best of Bread, which is named after my old radio show that I had for four years in Nashville. That By the was band Bread, real popular. Yeah, it's based on the on the record album The Best of Bread, mm-hmm. which is which is a great record. Yeah, it's great. It's also one of the most Printed? Prolific. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like one of those things where you just can't stop finding it everywhere if you start looking in like thrift stores and things. Right. So I just like was always talking about Best of Bread and because I have like six copies of it because I'd be out somewhere and I'd see another one and I'd be like, do I have this? And I'd I think do... I have a copy of one that you gave me. Yeah, it's a great record and Bread are a great band. So anyway, But Best of Bread was just the name of my radio show I had with my brother. So I'm not going to like tell you exactly what's going on because I'm not sure completely, but I think but just there's good news about that. Can listen I... up, basically. Yeah, and uh, and then besides that, um, uh, I'm going to New York um, this month, May, I'm going to New York. I'm playing a show in Brooklyn at this place called Three's Brewery. Three's, Brew Three's Brewery. What's the date on it? Uh, the 20... 21st. 21st. Tuesday the 21st in Brooklyn. Of May. Yeah, May 21st in New York. I haven't played okay. a show there in forever. And besides that... Sorry, I'm just going to call these people and tell them that real quick. Whole Foods? Somebody else. Three's Brewery. Oh, I've got this
May 21st. Albert, this is Gary. Hi. Um, one second. I think I have the wrong number here. Sorry about that. All right. Fuck, it was the same guy I called so many times. Oh, he was, was ready to go anyway. I know. I just didn't want to push it. Was your I, name going to be on there? Uh, that's what I was worried about, man. I Are you still call. using the magic jack? Fuck yeah, this is the magic jack. This is actually the first time I've used the magic jack on the podcast. But it has so. your name on it, right? I know. I made a mistake, man. I made a mistake. Well, I no, didn't... I don't care about that. I'm just saying, but I mean, I'm not trying to criticize you. Well, I don't know if he <laughs> can see it, though, because... Oh, right. Because yeah. that one time... That was Gary just now. That literally was Gary. Wow. The guy called in the show. Was a lot of sound. Fuck. I'm sorry about that. That, that hurt me too. Oh no, it wasn't that loud. I'm not getting killed by it. It hurt, it hurt me bad. I've been, man, I've been on some podcasts, boy. Come out deaf. Yeah, what is that? It's someone, like, I can't hear unless it's loud, too loud. Did you watch the Michael Jackson documentary? Yep. I Hi, I'm looking for Mike. Who? Michael. Which one? Well, I got like 10 of them. Well, uh, Michael C. Michael Stevens? Yep. He's, uh, he's not, he knocked off already. Anything I can help you with before I transfer this call to him? Well, um, if he's, uh, does he have a voicemail or something? Well, I'm trying, well, he has his, he has his phone transferred to his uh, cell phone, so. That's if fine. important, I can. It was important I can transfer you. I, it's not that important, but I mean, I'm not going to bother him. I don't want to wake him up or anything. That's what I'm saying. I might can help you. Okay. Well, I just wanted to see. We're supposed to deliver something out there next week. It's Chris Croft, and he's there. Um, but we don't know. We have we don't have the right address, I think, because it, it keeps coming up as the wrong thing. And I was told to, uh, he's my contact. Hey, Michael, well, if you're looking for an address, I can help you with an address. I would love that. What address are you got? What do you have? We got something here. Well, that's the first numbers. We don't, they're they're obliterated. We got something Norman Doucette Drive. Uh, again, this this printer didn't print out the numbers. Just putting some sort of I don't know what the hell it is, but something else. The address, in there. The address over here is 182 Norman Doucette Drive. Okay, that's okay. 182. Got it. And that's Golden Meadow, right? We're in Port Fouchon. We're about 20 miles south of Golden Meadow, but you punch in Golden Meadow because that's where the post office is. Okay. Okay, so got it. Yeah, but we're actually in Port Fouchon, all the way at the bottom. All the way at the bottom. That's right. I'm, I'm not anywhere near there, so I can't imagine what it's like. That's all the way at the bottom by the Gulf. We're on the tip of the Gulf of Mexico. Good fishing, right, though, right? Looking, I'm looking out my window right now. I can see the Gulf. How does it look? <laughs> it's dope, but I see the lights lit up out there from them rigs. Y'all get some fishing in there at all or no? Uh, we don't have time to fish, Cap. Oh, well, that's too bad. You got to make time, time to fish. To... No, no time to fish when we here. Okay, well, I won't tell nobody. <laughs> Thank you much. When you... Well, when you get the food show, you'll know why. Okay. <laughs> all right, thank you so much. What was your name? Corey. Corey, thanks, Corey. Yep, well, yeah. If you call it for address, 
That, that's nothing. Michael Stevens is in the bed, and he won't. He he crew change tomorrow. Once he leaves tomorrow, he won't be back until next week. Okay, well that's all I needed, so I can get a hold of him later for the other stuff. All right. Thanks, Corey. All right, no problem. Good luck to you. Take care now. God bless. You do. Be careful. I will. Bye bye. Halliburton has the best employees. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you right now. I've never talked to sweeter people in my life than the people who work for fucking Halliburton. I don't know what's going on. I mean, if that isn't an example of the simulation at work, that is a that is a joke from a thousand years in the future from the computer overlords. It's like, hey. What if we take this company that manufactures weapons and we make everyone who works there sweet as a goddamn pie? <laughs> that guy ruled. Did you hear how that Cajun incredible. that motherfucker was? I know, was? it was incredible. That I'm looking right at there. it right now. I can't see. I can Dude, see the lights from the rigs. That kind of shit, I could, I could swim in that for an hour. It felt good. That guy. He was so Corey, cool. That guy is Cajun as motherfucker. You did a good job of that Michael Stevens thing. Shh. I've been doing this for. I'm god, pretty good. I get uh, so nervous. I can't even listen to crank calls without squirming. Really? I oh god, I get so nervous. Well, here's the thing, because that's not really a crank call. That's more no, of like no. a. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I just, I just, uh, I'm like uh, overly sensitive about. Yeah. I'm a people pleaser to the point where I just can't. I'm like, oh my god, you're making this person, you know, like what you're tricking them. You have to tell. I, yeah. I'm just a. I've, it's it's a disorder. No, I, it's not a disorder. It's, there's a lot of people who have that same feeling as you. I can do a crank call. I've done a, a, a call. Like, yeah. I've done them before. I'm just not like. I I just get real. Uh, Real squirmy. I just love talking to other people. Oh, you're good at I'm it. Just, you... you can't call up and say, hey, uh, my name's Johnny. I live in Los Angeles. I just really want to talk to someone who down you're there. Because right. they're going to be like, well, they're going to be all cagey and stuff. You're right. So you kind of got to lie to them Man, that guy, I just, I haven't heard a guy talk like that since I was like a kid in Louisiana. That guy, I wish that guy was my dad. Port Fouchon. I wish that guy was my dad, like, immediately. And I can say that because my dad is... I can tell that guy has his shit more together than my dad. Dude, what do you think he means? <laughs> I mean, where he, where he is... My dad's never said anything as cool as he can see the rigs. What do you think he means why they can't fish? Because it's just a fucking shithole. I don't there? know. That's what I was wondering, too. I don't know. Like, Is it because he can't take a break because he's got a diaper on? Dude, Port Fouchon, this is like... You forget... I mean, I forget how isolated most places are. That place is... Middle of fucking nowhere. There's well, you're, nothing. You're kind of the, you could improvise why that you can't fish there because you could do your character where it's like you know well you might you know you might catch a backwards alligator yeah. if you're on the flip time but you know like that you know you do the I, I don't wonder know. if it's maybe because there's too much fucking oil in the water. Probably yeah yeah like oh yeah we're not gonna be fishing down here all the fish are deformed. We'll be fishing this century. <laughs> I wouldn't eat anything that came from 150 miles from here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Port Fouchon. Oh, you ever God. seen the fish down here near Halberton headquarters? <laughs> well, that's a Halberton catfish You want to eat right them there. unless you want a backwards alligator up here? <laughs> wing-wang, I'll tell you that. You want a wing-wang fish? You want a mosquito bite on your astronaut, you might want to... You want a mullet that doesn't fly and goes under... <laughs> you know about mullet fish? That's this fish that people are obsessed with in the panhandle of Florida. Mullet. It's like a, it's like a jumping fish. It jumps out of the water. It's called the mullet fish? Yeah, they have a mullet festival every year, like in some shithole, and not shithole, probably like Pensacola or, I don't know, Fort Walton Beach or some shit. We should go down there and do a podcast. We should. 
Um, I just wanted to just keep going, but we should stop. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, having me on the show again. I always love doing this show. Chris, I love having you. Thanks. I kind of think I'm going to re-enter this podcast at some point to make it just, just this kind of thing. Well, that sounds like shit. Out of tune guitars. Danger lies behind my life. Fun. If you're sad, call Halliburton. They're so nice. It hurts and <laughs> they'll never get mad at you, even if you keep them on the phone for a little while. If you're ever sad, sad call Halliburton. Halliburton. Take they'll a tell peek you. behind the iron curtain. <laughs> they will do whatever you want. They're drilling for oil. And smiles. Bye. A podcast network.